Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lance Wigton. I'm the Communications Director here at Real Life Ministries. And again, I'm here with my very good friend, Jim Putman, Senior Pastor here at Real Life Ministries. Uh, Jim, right now we're going through uh, a series that uh, that we do every year, and it's foundational for us. And, and we're talking about the foundations uh, that we've had for, well, now 25 years in real life. And uh, they're important. And they're important because... Uh, they're, they are pillars of which uh, God wants to build his church. And uh, it's been clear that's one of the reasons that real life has grown the way it has. And so we're breaking down each pillar by, by itself, each, each piece of this foundation. And the first one is naturally the first one, which is abide. Now, Jim, uh, abide, I think so many times, is unfortunately a church word. And then you know, it's like one of those things where you hear it so many times it almost loses its meaning. You know, you you, you know, like you start saying words just because it sounds funny and you just say it over and over again. And, and, and I think that's what's happened in church circles. What is what is abide and try and take it out of church ease for us? Well, here, here's why it's first. Uh, to, to abide means that you have been um, plugged in, so to speak, to the root. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus talked about in John 15, he says, I am the root and my father is the gardener. Uh, and he goes on to say that if you remain in me, after my father prunes and cuts away stuff, there's this process of God taking you as you are, but then changing you. Mm -hmm. He says, remain in me, stay in me, stay in relationship with me and you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. So whenever you're talking about um, the work of the Lord, you're, you have to have his strength, his wisdom, his definition of even what that is to start with. So when you're talking about the church doing a bunch of stuff, mm -hmm. it's always got to be first that we're being something. We're, we're, we're in a relationship with God. We're walking with him. And so when we use the word abide, it means that we've accepted Christ. Mm -hmm. We've been reconciled to God uh, through Christ and his sacrifice for us. Um, and the Holy Spirit now has moved inside. We've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit now begins to sanctify us mm -hmm. to, to speak to the Father on our behalf when we don't know what to pray. The, it, it, he's created this connection, this relationship with God that's ongoing. And because the Holy Spirit's in you, wherever you go, you have this relationship with God. Mm -hmm through Christ, the Holy Spirit in you. And so when we, we talk about abiding, it's about first having that time with God in relationship where he is speaking to you, you're speaking to him through your prayer life. Mm -hmm. uh, we just got done with a series on the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It's a prayer time where it's, God, you're my Father. Mm-hmm. And you're my heavenly Father, and and you're amazing. And I'm praying, and and I'm speaking to Him, and the Holy Spirit through the Word of God, and just the impressions that He gives me that can be checked and and are consistent with the Word of God, mm -hmm. is this ongoing interaction that empowers me to be able to move forward to produce spiritual fruit, character fruit, not just numbers of this or actions like that, mm -hmm. but the fruit of the Spirit is first and foremost character, love for God and for, for others, mm -hmm. joy that, that beyond circumstances, peace 
with God and others, patience, kindness. And the fruit of the Spirit is growing in us no matter what's happening as God does His work in us. So mm -hmm. abiding is to be plugged into Him in relationship and to stay in Him rather than, than walk away from Him when things happen that are confusing. Mm -hmm. It's to, to, to hear Him, to abide, and to obey Him. John 15 kind of says, you know, you abide in my love when, when you obey Mm -hmm. And you you stick with me no matter what. Uh, so, in or, in order to b abide, we can't we, we have to be in relationship before we actually can abide. We have to be connected to who Jesus is. Yeah. So once we are uh, saved, once we become Christians, then this process of abiding happens. You you said something in the middle there that I thought was uh, very interesting, and. You know, and I understand why Jesus is using these analogies because they were an agricultural society. I mean, because of the time period. But when I garden, so many times uh, I think about what Jesus said in this time period because it, it uh, you know, plants haven't changed and it's applicable. Like for instance, my roses. I want my roses to grow. I have to kill or not kill. I have to. I have to properly prune the roses so it'll cause more rose buds to happen. Same thing goes across the board with any flowers, fruit tree, you have to uh, you have to prune them in order to do that. And I think um, there is a danger right now in the cult, in our culture right now. Maybe it's just the United States. I don't know. But um, uh, we don't punish our kids. We don't uh, we don't like punishment ourselves. And I've heard so many times that things, circumstances happen and people will actually go away from the faith and uh, because they'd say, oh, how, how could a good God do this? And in actuality, all they're doing is being pruned from the things that uh, were, were going to cause them trouble in the future. And through this pruning process is where the fruit comes through, but they don't stay in relationship after the pruning because they, they weren't expecting the pruning or they didn't like that. Yeah, I mean, in the passage, what you have is God, God the Son saying, hey, you're going to get plugged into me, and God the Father is the gardener, and he's going to prune you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to cut off everything that doesn't bear fruit. And even the things that do bear fruit, he's going to prune. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine, okay, you're using the metaphor, I'm a, I'm a plant, and here comes God. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And, and he's like, okay, you're spending all your time using your energy here, and you're not using it on the things of God. So right. we're going to get rid of that. And that's why you notice the, mm. the timing in which he says, remain, stay in me, mm -hmm. abide in me, remain. That word abide in that sense, uh, remain, stay in me, mm -hmm. even when you're being pruned. It's not a one-time deal. Right. Why Why does he say it after he tells you he's going to prune you? Well, it's during the pruning process. You're like, wait a minute. You're supposed to, you know, bless my my gig. You're supposed to mm -hmm. give me what I want. And God's like, no, you're going to be a disciple. The root word of that is discipline. There's things you're going to get rid of because they're wasting your time, energy, and effort. They're not good for you or anybody else. And you're gonna be shaped up. You're gonna be sanctified, mm -hmm. become holy. The Holy Spirit comes in you who sanctifies you, sets you apart for the things of God, and gets rid of the things that are impure in your life. That's what he does. Mm -hmm. You want the Holy Spirit. It's not all about experience of amazing, miraculous things. Uh, there's times where God does those kind of things. It's about shaping your character training you have to persevere you have to hang on you have to trust god when mm -hmm. he's, he's moving the direction of your life from what you want to what he has for you that's eternal 
And that isn't easy. No. Hanging in there is not easy. But I think, um, and also, the other, the, you know, you made the comment about being. I think um, in the church world, in, in just about everything, we, we, we want to we earn this, we want to earn that. It's like, well, I'm doing better than this person. I've, you know, here's my uh, basically spiritual resume, and I think it's probably better than this person and this person and this person. And uh, that's about doing. And, and abiding is about uh, being. But uh, what, what about I'm being, I feel like I'm, I'm, I, I have a rhythm, I'm trying to abide, but uh, I don't see any fruit in my life, and I don't see any progress, and I feel like all I get is um, pruned. There's pruning, but I don't, but I don't see any, any benefits. I don't see any gains. Well, this brings in sort of the other part of this, uh, abiding. Abiding is, yes, me abiding in Christ. But mm-hmm. the Bible also says, using the gardening metaphor, that when we become Christians, we're plugged in uh, to a tree with many branches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we become a part of the body of Christ. Not just a, we become a part of the family of God. It's not just one part, I'm an I. Mm-hmm. It's no, I'm an I as a part of there's ears, there's there's other folks who are plugged in. If you go to Ephesians 4, uh, it says, uh, it was he who gave some to be apostles and some to be prophets and some to be evangelists and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mm-hmm. mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So we're being plugged into Christ, but we're being plugged into the body of Christ. And the reason I say that is this pertains to the question that you're asking. I don't see the fruit. Mm -hmm. There are times in my life where um, I'm not abiding in the body of Christ, and therefore the only opinion I'm hearing is the opinion in my own head, Mm -hmm. Uh, which can be, you're doing so well and I Mm -hmm. don't see the blind spots, Mm -hmm. or it can be, you're doing so bad there's nothing good in you. Mm -hmm. And when you're plugged into the body of Christ, God uses people to both hold you accountable to go, hey, what are you doing there? Or, hey, I'm so proud of you. You've grown. I can't tell you how many times I'm feeling, you know, guilty. I'm, I'm looking in the mirror, right? And I don't see all the, the change. I see that zit, mm-hmm. that spiritual zit, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I get so totally over-focused on that, mm-hmm. that that's all there is. Mm-hmm. And, and... You know, um, somebody else might say, hey, I like your hair. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't even notice in my hair. Right, because you're so focused on your zip. Right. And so to have people that are around you that go, hey, I've seen change in you. What do you mean there's no fruit? There's mm-hmm. fruit. Right? Uh, I've watched you change over the years. God's using you. In, it, this is why Hebrews 3.12 says, see to it, my brother's that none of you gets a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one mm-hmm. another daily so that your hearts will not be uh, darkened by sin's deceitfulness. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Christians, we help each other. When when somebody's being proud, we're able to go, hold, hold on a second. There mm-hmm. was like I, the I word, 13 times in that one sentence. And I may not even notice it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man. You love me. Thanks for... Mm-hmm. Uh, that word encourage means to admonish. What are you doing? Or encourage. Mm-hmm. You're doing good. 
the abiding piece here is not just me and Jesus, it's we and Jesus. Mm -hmm. And and we do that together as a part of the greater, you know, tree of God, using the, that metaphor, the mm -hmm. body of Christ, uh, the family of God. This is, uh, again, you're not really abiding if it's just you and your quiet time with the Lord, but you refuse to be a part of the family of God. Because if you were really abiding, mm -hmm. being obedient, letting God prune you, you'd be shaping your life in such a way that you're plugged into the overall you know, tree of God or mm -hmm. family of God. You're not really abiding because you're not really obeying when the Bible has a lot to say mm -hmm. about the one another's in the family of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a great example talking about uh, the benefits of of being in relationship with other people. And it goes back to another reason I think abiding is so important is that it keeps our relationships that we should have healthy. And I always, I always think about this analogy and I realize it's dated but as uh, you know, as uh, true to form, I am dated, so I'm just going to use it. Uh, when we were in, I was in high school. Uh, my dad got a video camera, and uh, my cousins would go come around, and we would we would shoot these. That was a, that was a very early on video camera. Yes, it was it was roughly about the size of a Volkswagen. Yeah, <laughs> and you had to carry the whole thing yeah. with you. You know, I felt like a pack mule. But anyways, it was a lot of fun. First thing you had to do is get a white balance on. Because if you didn't get a white balance on it, then the camera wouldn't know what what color it was actually looking at. Then you, you then you look back on it, and it would look just completely off. It it'd be the right it'd be the right thing that you were shooting at. It would be the people that you had the video camera on, but they didn't look anything. It, it looked just bizarre, and it was and the, the filter was all wrong. You first had to get a white balance. For me, and being around other people, if I don't abide on a regular basis as a spiritual discipline, um, and and get in there and see what God has for me first before I go about my day, then uh, I won't know what what the truth is. And my just like the camera that doesn't know what the what the what color actually looks like, and I have relationships, and I and and, and people will say things and. I will I will misunderstand what they're saying. I will say things that hurts them without me even understanding. And uh, so relationship is important to abiding and abiding is important to relationships. And uh, which is why I think we need to do it on a regular basis. Well, yeah. If you claim to be abiding mm -hmm. in, in Christ, the scripture is very clear that if you're not loving other people and in a relationship with other people, you're not abiding. That's mm -hmm. why uh, Paul writes that you could speak in the tongues of angels and of men in 1 Corinthians 13. But if you have not love, mm -hmm. you're a clanging symbol. You're just noisy. Mm -hmm. You can sell your all your possessions and give to the poor. You can offer your body to flames as a martyr, but if you have not love, you're nothing. Mm -hmm. And then it talks about what love is. Love is patient and kind. It keeps no record of wrongs. There is no me and Jesus that doesn't impact we and Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I was thinking about First John 1, 5 through 7. If you walk in the light as he is in the light, then you have fellowship with one another. That word is koinonia, deep relationship. Mm -hmm. Walking with the Lord leads to relationship. And God works through other people. Um, you know, it talks about in First Peter four that we all have these different gifts, and God, and and, we, and God 
uses us to faithfully administrate God's grace in its various mm -hmm. forms. God actually works and speaks through other people into my life as a form of his ongoing grace. Mm -hmm. So the question is, are you abiding? And um, how would you know if you're abiding? Well, there's fruit. Fruit of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. it, if you're not having the fruit of the Spirit in your life, and I'm not saying there aren't moments where you fail. My wife will often, you know, when I'm when I'm not spending time with the Lord, or you know, I'm, you know, she can always tell. She's like, "Hey, uh, that doesn't look like the fruit of the Spirit," mm -hmm. and she won't always say it like that. She'll always go like, "Hey, um, I haven't seen that guy for a while." Oh, that's that's. I think that's even worse. Uh, what, what guy are you talking about? What do you mean? Well, this. I haven't seen that. How is your walk with God? I mean, have you spent enough quiet time with the Lord? Are you listening or just talking? I mean, chill. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh. And I get a little bit defensive. Well, sure. what about your walk with right. God? And, you know, and then sometimes I can sucker into a battle with Which me. Which, actually, let me think about it. Oh, no, defensiveness isn't one of the fruits yeah, yeah. of the Spirit. Or a critical spirit isn't one of the Yeah, it isn't one of right? the fruits. You know, and so the abiding is spending time with the Lord where you're listening to the Holy Spirit, allowing Him to shape your character. And you can tell if a person is abiding. Not by their, the, the, you know, they know all the books of the Bible and they know every doctrine off the top of their head. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, knowing the Word, as you get into the Word and spend time with the Lord, you, you do get educated. Mm-hmm. But it's far more than just knowing about something. It's becoming something. A lover of God and a lover of others. Mm -hmm. And so you can tell if you're slipping back uh, or if you're being an idiot. You know, I we talk about the spiritual growth stages. I, I think I'm a spiritual parent. Mm -hmm. But I can actually act like a child. Mm -hmm. Well, you did it first. Or, well, I will if you will. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you know, me, me, I, I, I can get... But then the Holy Spirit says, hey, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Or somebody else, if I'm not listening, will go, hey, and and I have to appreciate that. That's why mm -hmm. the Bible says wounds of a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Mm -hmm. Friends will actually say, because I love you, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And we need that. We we have to have that if we're going to be disciples of Jesus. Well, I, I think it uh, proves why abide is such an important essential, and why and but it's it's number one. It's number one because... Because if you don't abide, you don't know what you're supposed to do. You're not in the Word well enough to be able to distinguish right from wrong. You're not listening to God through His Word. Mm -hmm. And and even if you do it, you know what you're supposed to do, or, or at least you know what you're supposed to do, if, if you don't have His power to help you do it, it's like having a car that can go on a road trip but no gas mm -hmm. in the engine. Mm -hmm. And so abiding is both for direction and power to to achieve or to get to the to the goal. Mm -hmm. And so without that, you're you're toast. Yeah, hundred percent. I can be, uh, I can be patient. I can be loving. I in, in my own will. I can I can for a period of time for a reason. Yeah, for a reason. I'm being patient yes, because right. I'm hoping that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll get a I'll get a benefit, or I get something I want, or I'll, or I'll even manipulate somebody. Or if at the end of the conversation, I actually moved you more towards what I agree with. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I can't do it. I, I can I can have the behavior, but I don't truly change who I am unless I abide. And, and 
that changes my being, not my doing. A great example is giving. There are a lot of people that will give, but um, they're giving so that they can be recognized. They've decided that their money is as important, isn't as important as their reputation. They want the approval of people, so I'm going to give, and, and usually it's not going to cost me that much because I have plenty, mm -hmm. right? But I'll, I'll give um, so that people will recognize that I'm a giver mm -hmm. because I want to be known as a giver. Whereas when you abide, you give because God's already given to you. You can trust that he will give more as he sees fit. I'm not doing it to get anything from anybody else. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it because of what he's already done. And as I abide, I'm recognizing who he is, what he's done for me, and what he's promised to do. And I, can, I, I don't need what the world's telling me I need. That person and the Lord's reputation and the work of God is more important. And as you spit through, it changes your motives for doing what you're doing. Absolutely. So that's why we abide. Thanks for uh, the conversation, Jim, and we look forward to our next time.